This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to another edition of The Broadcast. I'm Vicky Barcelona, and with me as always is, ooh, Sarah. Oh, hey. Sarah, before we get into today and the hangover you are most likely still on, <laughs> how can people get a hold of us? Well, we have an Instagram. It's The Broadcast 999. You can call or text us at 253-778-6029, or you can email us at thebroadcast999 at gmail.com. And it's been a couple weeks. It has been. Uh how was uh, the what should we get started with? Should we explain why we weren't on last week or should we go into the week before? Let's do the week before because okay. I think next week then will make sense. Okay. More sense. All right. Um, yes, I had my bachelorette party. Um, me and 11 other bitches went to Miami. It looked like you had the time of your life. I had the time of my life. I, it was exactly how I would have wanted my bachelorette party, which, perfect. yes, which for, you know, I kind of describe it as like the most basic things that I wanted. I wanted themes. I wanted matching swimsuits. I wanted to be on the beach one day. I wanted to go to a club. I Like everything that you could think of at a quote unquote typical bachelorette party is what happened. Minus the strippers, actually, which I was shocking about or shocked about. You got. Oh, yeah. You didn't. There see. weren't any. Yeah, we didn't really. We didn't go to like a strip club or anything. I mean, were there were you, like, of course, hot Miami dudes that were you disappointed or were you just surprised? I didn't even like really think about it until afterwards. I was like, wow. Yeah, there were no strip. We didn't go to a strip club or like have private strippers, which I was. Yeah. But I didn't even, you know, we're, it was so um, packed and planned and, you know, unlimited booze cruise, drag brunch. It was, it was, it was Miami. It was so Miami. It was so fun. I'm glad you had a good time. Yes. Oh, it was amazing. And it was uh, Thursday to Monday, which was the perfect amount of time. Mm-hmm. Um, first night was a lingerie party. So fun. You know, everyone flew in and it was just it, we had a pleasure party. So someone c- came in and showed us all the toys and the things. Accoutrements. Yes, everything you could possibly want. Um, yeah. Then Saturday beach day and uh, we all dr- everyone dressed up in the same color and I was just in white and we had dinner reservations and went to a fl- few clubs. Then Saturday was kind of a chill day until the night where we went on an unlimited booze cruise. Oh, which, yeah. You definitely needed a chill night. Um, 
Well, it, that wasn't a chill night. Well, chill day, excuse me. Oh, chill for, day, yes. For that ready. night, that's yes. what I meant. Because let me tell you, you can get cut off on an unlimited booze cruise because your girl <laughs> did. If Y'all. anybody could, it would be you. I acted like it was my 21 run. I swear to, like, usually, usually I feel like I'm kind of like a hot mess. Like, I'm still, like, hot in a way. Like, when I look at pictures and videos it's like this? oh i'm still cute i was like dang okay look at those moves. this no 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 i was a straight up mess remove mm-hmm. the hot i was sloppy af like some of the videos i can't even like bring myself to watch because y'all i don't even know what happened but um girl yeah it was and it was on a cruise which i kind of loved because like no no one could leave like you're just with all the people on the cruise apparently people were trying to take pictures of me and i don't know if it was of me or with me but either way i was like let's go like it was a mess they probably thought you were the entertainment everyone really yeah because they kind of had poles like in Mm -hmm. the boat and Mm -hmm. of course i just anytime i see a pole it's immediately a stripper pole so i was I thought I was doing my best moves. They were not. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And so then the next day, everyone thought it was like game over for me. Everyone was nervous. Like, is she going to make it to this drag brunch? Y'all, I rallied like no other. And this drag brunch, let me tell you, it's unlimited mimosas and mojitos. (laughs) So, I mean, I feel like I just probably hair of the dog did. And all of a sudden, let's go again. You're down. Yeah, and that was Sunday, and then Monday, which we had a later flight home. Uh, Monday, Monday was rough. Monday, I was like, I am mm. kind of glad, like, there's no partying scheduled today because I really didn't know if I could rally. Yeah, I feel like that was the perfect amount of days. Yes, yes, probably, probably one or two too many for my body and my liver, but. Uh, and it was amazing. How's your liver now? Um, I honestly haven't had a sip of alcohol since Miami. So I think my liver is <laughs> finally recovering or recovered kinda. Um, but the rest of myself Mm-mm. not not so hot. I sound I think I sound a little still stuffy. I still kind of have a cough because when I got back from Miami, da-da-da. Guess what I got? <gasps> COVID. And it wasn't your first time getting COVID. No, it or wasn't. Or your second time getting no, COVID. No, it was my third time. It had been a while, though. It had been over a year since I got COVID. And I, you know, I know COVID's still a thing. And, of course, I feel like 12 girls can't all go to Florida and one of them not get COVID. And it just happened to be the bride-to-be. The only one that got the sick. The only one that got it. And let me tell you, it was brutal um was this the worst out of the three times you've gotten 100 percent. i got every uh every symptom you could think of but it was kind of like each day kind of was something new but kind of oh, still lingered no. the past symptoms i got yeah i think the most crazy for sure was i haven't had a fever like that in years <laughs> you like you get a little delusional like i was I was just on a different planet. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And then, you know, and then I got the cough and the throat and then I eventually got the cold and then I eventually couldn't smell or taste much. And I was like, okay, it's 2023. Like, what is, I thought, you know, this is so 2020, 2021. Like, what is going on? No, it's still a thing for sure. (laughs) Yeah. And I don't know why whatever strand we're on kicked my, kicked my ass way more than the other two. But, (laughs) but yeah, I'm like, I literally planned my bachelorette party so there was enough time between 
that and my bridal shower and then between that and the wedding. So then if anyone did get COVID or got injured or had a friendship breakup, they could have time to make up or have time to recover or anything. So I really didn't think anyone was going to get it, let alone me, but I did. But, you know, I'm on the other end of it. I'm still trying to not be as crazy and busy and I'm really still trying to rest Mm because I'm still obviously not 100% over it, but I'm negative. So that's all that matters. And there's... Less than 20 days now to the wedding? Yes. yes. We're at um, 18. Well, I mean, 18 today if you count today. Yes. So, That's yeah. Nice. So, I want to be obviously in full full fighting force <laughs> for that. And, you know. And, I mean, at least it happened now in your, your little buffer time as opposed to, yes. like, my cousin. We were supposed to go to New Orleans for her bachelorette party in January. And her and her now husband got COVID right before oh. we were supposed to leave. So, we had to reschedule it for... April which was after the wedding yeah yeah see that's why I well and I was very pleasantly surprised like none of my girls were sick before none of them Mm -hmm. had any type of health problems or injuries or anything so yes I'm very very glad that I got it now let like because that's a fear like anyone going to the wedding in the wedding especially bride I mean my my fiance still has never caught it even after me having it three times and being around him Dang. and kissing him and loving him when I thought I was good. Yeah, he's still not. So knock on everything. I'm like, everyone just stay healthy. Don't be like me. Don't be like me. <sighs> that, stay in a bubble. I, that's like the worst feeling. Like when you do get sick and you are supposed to be doing something and having to cancel it, whether it's a work thing or like I hate like oh, you know, I feel kind of like my nose is a little uh, stuffy or it's runny or whatever and just, you know, chalk it up to the weather changing or allergies. And then the next day it's like, boom, oh no, I'm sick. And then you feel like such a jerk. So it's like, do I call out so nobody else gets sick? Or will they get mad at me for being there yesterday when I thought it was just allergies? Well, what's crazy too is like, I really didn't think... I mean, my throat was, or my voice was kind of gone, and a lot of our voices were gone. Right, we were screaming the whole weekend, and it 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 didn't feel sore at all. I was just like, oh, I'm losing my voice. (sighs) And then once, like, my voice kind of started to hurt, I was like, "Mm, Mm -hmm. sketchy. And now, like, I'm just sketched out because I've had it. My fiance sketched out because he hasn't had it, and it's like a flex now. He thinks he's like the most special person in the world, and he can't catch it. So he's like, "Take a test, right?" And it was negative. So mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, okay. I am just. I forget that there's reg. You can still be regular sick, right? And that's way different than COVID. You know, like a lot of people still come to work regular sick, even if they shouldn't. You know, right? I mean, I feel like a lot more people are better about it now. Hopefully. Uh, I mean, I think you're still right as people don't want to miss work. And I was going to come into work the next day. It was BJ who was like, no, Sarah, you're sick. I don't want to get sick. And you have to, like, rest. And so I was like, okay. And luckily that night was horrible, Mm-mm. horrible. And then less than 24 hours, I tested positive. So, you know, it was like one of those things where, I mean, like, it's a good thing I didn't go into work on Friday, but I went Thursday. Mm-hmm. So I was like, sorry, guys, <laughs> make Oopsies. sure you feel OK. Like, but you uh, really just think like it's a normal cold or it's right. winter. It's or like you, it's like maybe because sometimes I forget, like I'll sleep with the window open and I'll wake up. My throat's all dry. and <sighs> Exactly. And like for me now, I'm like, there's no way I feel like every, I mean, actually kind of every time I, you know, you just would mm-hmm. never think like I have it now. What? Well, on top of that, like it, it, when. In different phases of when COVID was really, really big and 
you know, freaky, like the first two years, there was like, okay, these are the rules. If someone gets COVID, this is what happens. And then... Oh my, I like had no idea. Yeah, it has changed so much because, I mean, it makes sense. Now now that people are vaccinated, like you can do this. You don't have to wear a mask, this and that. So it's like, what am I... What are the rules One, I was like, how long is quarantine? And how long is it to the day you tested, the day you got symptoms? And then you should try 48 hours after. And like, I talked to my doctor and like, I've heard of long-term COVID, Mm -hmm. right? But I've never heard of rebound COVID before. So she, like, that's where you like, you're good, you're or you're not good, and then you test good, and then you get re-sick again, mm. and then you start testing negative again. And I was like, okay, that's like Terrifying. that's like yeah, that's that's horrible. I can't, I don't have time for that. I only have time to get it once. Okay, I don't have time to rebound it or whatever. So yeah, it was but I was extra, extra cautious and you know, waited a long time. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, I don't want to give anyone this. Nope. Yeah. If you did, I would have been very upset with you. <laughs> Yeah, so now I'm still kind of, you know, I got some lingering symptoms, but overall, at least I'm a human again, because <laughs> I really like, I didn't leave my bed for a days, and I was totally okay with it because I was so tired. Which is weird for you, because you... yeah, usually I'm a nut. Well, I could tell when I started feeling better last Friday. That's when like all of my lists started getting like I started being like okay we need to do all of these lists for the wedding I need to do this list I need to get this still I need to and mm-hmm. then I was like okay I'm feeling better because all before I was like I know I have so much I have to do still but I don't care I don't feel good you know and that's know. when you know oh Sarah you mm-hmm. yeah because the moment I started feeling better, I started like barking orders to my fiance you know and he was like maybe you should get COVID again <laughs> It's like, I love you, honey, but... (laughs) Yeah, but you real annoying now. But I'm glad you're feeling better for the most part, though. Yes. Oh, yes. Thank goodness. So that was the reason we did not have an episode last week. Yes, I was... I was infected. I will say we do have a big announcement next episode. Oh, is this a little tease? Little teasy tease. Big announcement. Big announcement. You guys don't get to know yet, though. No, so tune in next week. Dun, dun, dun. But don't worry. We have more podcasts for you today. Yeah. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's it. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it. We're going by. No. Um... In our effort to remain hip and cool always, and with it, I came across this article. It was on usatoday.com about dictionary.com adding over 300 new words. That's a lot of new words. That's usually meaning a lot of new slang and phrases, especially that the young peoples are using. That are now you can define as actual words. Right. Wow. Okay. Like either it's usually young people, but not always. Um, Um. I mean, I'm going to use them now. I don't know if you'd call me young, but... No. Uh, And I (laughs) realize there's, like, subtle things that give us millennials away. Like... (laughs) mm, I learned about the millennial pause. Oh. So, you know when you film a video or if you're filming a video of yourself? Yeah. Like, you always kind of pause real quick to make sure you're recording and then you start talking? Oh. Apparently, like, all millennials do this because we're so used to, like, hey, is this recording? Cool. Let's go. Yeah. But they call it the millennial pause. That's how the Gen Zers know, oh, yep, you're a millennial. Interesting. Now I'm, like, now I want to film myself and see if I do that, mm-hmm. you know? Because I, don't like, don't even remember. I know I say, like, the same thing to mm-hmm. start filming myself, mm-hmm. you know? Because it's, like, kind of awkward at first. Right. But I wonder if I pause, too. Mm-hmm. And the video that I saw was this girl... Like, she was also millennial, but she was pointing out that Taylor Swift also does it. So she's like, oh, my God, yes, she's one of us. Yeah. Like, I don't feel so bad about doing she this. She is, right? She's like, yeah, yeah. like she's in our age, age group, yes. Ah. Uh, well, okay, Taylor Swift's still cool, so. Uh, 
and I was watching something. Oh, crap. What was it? I think I was watching like a funny YouTube Facebook video or whatever. And they're like, oh, yeah, things that, you know, can tell people like our millennials, how, how you can tell someone's older or something like that. And they made a comment about boomerangs. I'm like, is that like a oh, not I saw cool that. thing anymore? I saw that. Yeah, I saw someone being like, stop using boomerangs. Like no one does that. And then like a millennial like made a boomerang that she was like, had a sticky note that said no. <laughs> and I was like, perfect. Because I love boomerangs. And I'm like, I wonder if Sarah finds this out, will she stop with boomerangs? Because you do love yourself a boom. I do. And But you, we are trying to stay young and hip and cool. I love boom, though. I still love a boom. I think I think the Gen Xers need to... Xers, right? Zers? Mm-hmm. They need to get with the booms. Yeah, no, they have other cool stuff they're doing. It's uh, We're very cringe, as they say. Oh, yeah, I do know that one. Uh, but I'll, I'm going to read these to you, and I'm going to see how many of these you know. Okay. Uh, bedwetting. Bedwetting? Mm-hmm. Is that where you wet the bed? I mean, that that is the original, I guess, but nope. It is exhibition of emotional overreaction as anxiety or alarm to events, especially major decisions or outcomes. Oh, so I'm like bedwetting right now? Yeah, I guess. I'm bedwetting about my wedding. <laughs> I wish I wish they came with an example on how to phrase it, how to use it correctly. They did not. I don't I don't like that one. Yeah. I mean, no. I I get it where they're coming from, but uh, will I use it probably not. No, because I, yeah, I mean, well, old people are going to think you're like literally wetting the bed. Right. Uh this one it's a little bit more tricky to understand, I guess, or it took me a second to really fully understand it. Cakeism. Oh, is that like you're eating a cake and you're feeling really yummy and tasty about it no but it kind of has the idea do you know have you heard of the term you can have your cake you can have you can't have your cake and eat it too yeah so some people get confused what that term means like what do you mean like i have the cake why can't i eat it it's like you can't just have the existence of a cake in your hand and consume it because if you eat it it's not going to be yours anymore you're not going to have it anymore kind of like you can have money and you can spend it like but you can't just like I thought it was like you can't have everything you want, right? And even more, like yeah, even it's more. like you can have yeah. one or the other, right. basically. Yeah. That's kind of the idea, right? So, cakeism is the false belief that anyone can enjoy the benefits of cho- choices, like that you can basically, from what I understand, this is saying that you can have it both ways. Oh, so it's the opposite of you can yeah. have your cake. You can't. Oh, yeah. Oh. That's why I was like, wait a minute. Yep. Okay. This one, I think you'll definitely know. Dead ass. Oh yeah. Does not mean that a donkey died. <laughs> it means like you're very serious. It's like dead ass, like yeah. truly, in fact, sincerely, genuinely. Yep. I know that one. I use that one sometimes, you know. Yep. I think I've heard it. Uh, fan service, I hear a lot on the BJ Shays Geek Nation. Oh, something nerdy? Mm, usually, but not always. Fan service is material added to a work of fiction for the perceived or actual purpose of appealing to the audience. Use especially of material that is risque or sexual in nature. I don't think just that. Like, I'm thinking nerdy in nature. So there's times where they'll, like, put in a fun scene or someone says something cool in, like, a nerdy movie or something. I'm like, okay. yes, that's so awesome. It's like, ugh, it was so cheesy. That was just fan service. That w- What was the point of that? Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Okay. It, it's like, oh, like, there's a scene in Avengers Endgame where, like, all the ladies kind of do, like, a mini team up. 
Okay. They all kind of stand together and it's like this cool shot of like the camera panning out. And you can see all the badass Avengers ladies in one shot. Oh. And I'm like, oh my God, that's so cool. And BJ's like, okay. and your brother, Joe, were like, ugh. It was kind of cheesy. It was just fan service. They put it in just for the girl. Like, thing. Got it. Like, yeah. To uh, I liked woke it. or whatever. Yeah, yeah but I like. <laughs> well, you're it. also a girl. So. Yeah. And I'm like, they were such badass pretty ladies. <laughs> this one I also knew, Hellscape. I don't know that one. It's like when someone says, this is a hellscape. <clears throat> It's a place or time that is hopeless, unbearable, or irredeemable. Kind of apocalyptic. Like, yep, we're living in this hell space. So is Escape, it... Is excuse it, me, hellscape. Is it not a good thing? No. Oh, okay. It's like, it's hopeless. It's, you know, hellscape. This is <sighs> huh. not great. What if you went to a party that was really bad? Is that hellscape? I guess. It's a place or time that is hopeless, unbearable, or irredeemable. Okay, wow. Liminal space. No, mm. I have no idea. A state or place characterized by being transitional or intermediate in some way or any location that is unsettling, uncanny, or dreamlike. Huh. Wow. So that's a good thing. I guess. I mean, it could be. It could not be liminal space. I'm going to look that up because I want to get an example. Liminal space. Sounds like like out of this world, man. Uh says it's a gap could be can be physical like a doorway emotional like a divorce or metaphorical oh. like a decision so it could be anything kind of refers to a transitional space period so like a physical one would be the doorway where it's a transition you're from one room to another the doorway oh, is the liminal space okay. um so like having the divorce like okay you were pre-divorced you're now divorced and now the time afterwards so like getting divorced is the the kind of liminal it's like space starting a new chapter? Yeah, you're kind of in that transition spot before you move on. Yeah, so it's not necessarily a good thing. It's it, just kind of a whatever thing. Right, it can be good or bad. Exactly. Uh, multisexual, noting or relating to a person who is sexually or romantic, uh, romantically attracted to people of more than one gender. You used especially as an inclusive term to describe similar related sexual orientations, such as bisexual, pansexual, omnisexual, etc. Oh, okay, okay. What was that one called? Uh, multisexual. Multisexual. No, I never heard that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nearlywed. Nearlywed? Okay. A per- Instead of a newlywed? Yeah, a person who lives with another in a life partnership, sometimes engaged with no planned wedding date, oh. sometimes with no intention of ever marrying. We know a few, few of those. Yeah, I have, a, I have a few friends like that. That's funny that there's a name for it. Nearlywed. That's almost nearly insulting. Wed. Like, uh, like uh, I, I can see some people like, yeah, we're just nearly wed. You know, whatever. We don't really feel like getting married. We're cool the way we are. But also, mm, like, oh, yeah, you guys are nearly wed. Never going to get there, huh? Like, that just feels almost insulting. Yeah, I don't know. It's so, but like, I don't know what would feel insulting or not insulting to people who, like, you know, like, mm-hmm are with someone forever, but they have no intention on getting married. I guess it depends if uh, both people are cool with it. Right. If one isn't cool with it, that could be insulting for them. I feel like both people would have to be cool with it. Or why are you in that relationship? Yeah, that's a whole nother. Unless you're just <laughs> comfortable with it and you don't have the balls to get out. Mm-hmm. But you know who you are. <laughs> uh, this one I have never heard of. I would have totally, if I say this to you, what do you think would it be? North Paw. North Paw? Uh-huh. I thought it was like, what is that? Uh, North Face? Like, I thought it was like maybe like people who take their dogs on like hiking trips or adventures and dresses them up in little North oh, Face type outfits. that'd be cute. That was. I was like, okay, is that what that is? Nope. No. 
An athlete, usually usually a pitcher or a boxer who is right-handed or competes as a right-hander. Well, I'm guessing what are the left ones called? Southpaw? Southpaw? Maybe, <laughs> maybe that's lower down on the list. I don't uh, know. Because uh, these are all in uh, alphabetical order. Oh, okay. Petfluencer. Oh, no. Yeah, a person who gains a large following on social media by posting entertaining images or videos of their cat, dog, or other pet. So, huh, okay. I thought it was going to be like someone who influences like pet things kind of you know like another being like oh this pet bed is amazing oh like i mean that could be part of it i think it's usually like when you see those fan pages of animals listen if i had the grumpy cat and made as much money as they did because mm-hmm. of that cat and just taking picture of it because it looks grumpy listen i cannot judge no. i am jealous get that money especially because like you don't even do anything you just take pictures of your you don't have to dress up you don't have to like you know like amazing right? Everyone wants to meet the cat. You just chill with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's so ridiculous. It'd be awesome. Have you, okay, this one I do know, I think. Maybe not. Okay, pink washing. That sounds naughty. Right? I think I'm getting confused with the pink tax. Have you heard of that? No. So uh, they did like all this research and studies like finding products that are made to look girly that don't necessarily have to be so if you take men's razors and women's razors and they're the exact same ones but the women's razors look girlier and pink and you take a look at the prices typically women's are more expensive oh because we like the pink thing yeah and so there's times where they will make unnecessarily quote-unquote women products like that they don't need to so i think it was like a picture of like the bix pens yeah it's like for her and they're just pink I'm like, why is it? <laughs> why is it for me? Simply because it's pink, like, and That's I'm paying three dollars more. I'd rather buy the black ones, like but it, pink ink. <laughs> right. Well, I think it was just black ink in a pink holder. Oh, but it that That's sort funny. of thing. It's like they market it, so that's the pink tax. It's like you're charging me more for things. And my mom and or my aunt always made the um, pointed out uh, like men's hair dye. So much cheaper than women's hair dye. Like back when box dye was more, oh, right. more of a thing. Mm-hmm. She's like, why is it that you go to the men's area and the men's dye, and it's, it's quicker. In the men's dye, it's is like it less as, time. Is it the same quality and I, as good and long lasting? I, I would assume so. I that's I don't know if she ever dyed her husband's hair, if that was the thing. I don't know. But pink washing, apparently, an instance or practice of acknowledging and promoting the civil liberties of the LGBTQ plus community, but superficially as a ploy to divert attention from allegiances and activities that are in fact hostile to such liberties. So that was a lot of words. Pink washing, uh, what they're saying, it's like, yeah, no, LGBTQ plus, yay, yay. But they're really just doing that to hide the fact that they may be in cahoots or doing other oh. things that are actually hurting the LGBTQ plus community. Oh, God. Yeah. There's a few companies that do that. What's that? Pink washing? Is that what yeah. you said? And then there's queer baiting, which is a marketing technique. Uh Involving intentional homoeroticism or suggestions of LGBTQ plus themes intended to draw in an LGBTQ plus audience without explicit inclusion of opening gay, uh, opening, openingly LGBTQ plus relationships, characters and people. So they'll be like, yeah, look, we're totally like hinting that we're, to- you know, we're queer friendly, we're inclusive, this and that, but then not really doing anything. Yeah. And yeah. I'm sure there's like a lot of companies, especially during Pride, that do stuff like that. Like, I mean, yay. especially probably nowadays too. Really, mm-hmm. and everyone's like, "Oh, look at that!" But then they're actually not great. 
I've, there's a lot of, I'm sure they have, uh, this is just a few of them, obviously not all 300 words we're going through, but a lot of rage blank, right? So like rage quitting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or like, <laughs> I use that. I use that a lot, actually. Mm-hmm. She just raged quit or something. Right. Like, which kind of makes, I mean, it kind of makes sense, I guess. I feel like I use it even when it doesn't make sense. I think I saw like rage ap- applying. Like you're just applying ridiculously to all kinds of jobs and see what one will give you the most money. Oh, wow. Instead of like quiet quitting, I'm rage applying or some crap. Oh, that's funny. But this one is rage farming. The tactic tactic of intentionally provoking political opponents, typically by posting inflammatory content on social media in order to elicit an angry response and thus high engagement or widespread exposure for the original poster. So if you're a company, a person or whatever um, on social media and you post something specifically provoking uh, and to really just get people pissed off. And so you get a lot of uh, high engagement points, I guess, uh-huh. for having people just comment and write and stuff into your comment section. Wow, that's that's pretty, I mean, if that's what you want. It's just, you're just creating a lot more. But uh, like, yeah, but I mean, if you're cool with that, it sounds like a huge headache to right? me, but. Well, I also heard there's this uh, rumor, conspiracy theory or whatever about the Kardashians that they will purposely either Photoshop their pictures, like just enough to where you can tell it was Photoshopped and or they'll misspell something. A lot of people will misspell words in their TikTok post or whatever, because you'll always have those smart asses uh-huh. that are going to point it out. And guess what they do? They comment. And guess what the comments do? Gives them more views, gives them more attention, gives them more money. Honestly, genius. Uh, Absolutely genius. And then all of a sudden their picture of just them being having a selfie but being like photoshopped or in a weird way mm-hmm. or something is now like all over the news sites because of right. that. When that selfie probably wouldn't have been because it just would have been a normal picture. There was one, of, I think sometime last year of one of the Kardashians and she had photoshopped herself and she was in her car or whatever and her fingers look really long yeah, I saw that was creepy. Chloe, yeah. and I'm just like okay I think that might have been it uh, and actually earlier I posted a picture and I read it and read it and read it like I made like a little question prompt and I was like okay this looks good I posted and someone's like yeah you effed up grammar or something oh yeah I instead I wrote everyone one <laughs> Everyone instead of instead of just everyone, oh. I wrote everyone and then one. Got it, got it, got it, got and I'm it. Like, Dang it! And I was about to delete it and redo it, but then I'm like, well, that's just more people commenting it. Screw it. Yeah, it is. So if any of the big bosses say anything, I'm like, no, look, it's a tactic. This is all on <gasps> look, purpose. I did this, yeah, mm-hmm. on purpose. Uh, so we, I think you've played this game, coup. It's uh, kind of like yes, resistance. yes, I have. Uh, well, this is called a self coup. So a coup d'etat or whatever performed by the current legitimate government or duly elected head of state to retain extended control over government through an additional term, an extension of term, an expansion of executive power and dismantling the government branches. So basically, I think this is kind of what the whole January 6th insurrection thing was. Oh, Lord. Maybe Uh, the expansion, uh, see the dismantling of other government branches or the declaration that an election was won by an opponent is illegitimate. Self-coup. Self-coup. Super Dodger. Oh, I think this is, uh, you know, Johnny Rubbers. No way, really? Okay. Anyone who, for unverified reasons, remains uninfected or 
asymptomatic <sighs> even after repeated exposure to a contagious virus. <sighs> super Dodger. He is a super Dodger. Like that was my family mm-hmm. for like up until this last year. And I think my grandma might still have not gotten it, but my mom got it this last year for the first time and it hit her hard. Yeah. My dad and brother, like they had taken tests and they said they were positive and then the next day they weren't. And so they felt better yeah. the next day. So they weren't 100% sure. Oh, he is a super dodger through and through. And I really have no idea how, really. Because after Miami, when I came back, you know. Right. Yeah. I didn't and need that fine. in my ears or on oh, my eyes. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, baby. You're going to do that. At least charge money. Talmbout. Okay. It's a phonetic spelling representing an African-American vernacular English pronunciation of talking about Tombout. Oh. Used especially online. Tombout? Tombout. So talking about? Tombout. Yep. Oh, okay. Damn, I am old. Yeah. I'm like, this is, these are hard. These it's are like, hard to remember. Okay. Or like, I know there's the period, period with a T at the end. Yeah. That's just like, it's means supposed, period, right? Yeah. But like, it's supposed to be more of an exclamation, like period. Oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. guess. I <laughs> TIFO, a coordinated display including large banners, flags, and sometimes signs or cards executed cooperatively or performed in unison by the most fervent supporters of ultrafans in a stadium. TIFO? TIFO? I, I don't really understand where that came from. Like, No. Because sometimes like something will get its name because of a person or something. I right. This one I do know. <laughs> and um, Do you use it? Do I do it or do I use it? Oh. Because I'm very aware and I tr- very, anytime I do this, it I make sure it is, I ask first. Oh, interesting. Okay. Trauma dumping. <laughs> oh, I've heard of, um, uh, they they bond because of their trauma. Trauma mm. bonded. Trauma, trauma bonding. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is trauma dumping. Yeah. So it's unsolicited, one-sided sharing of traumatic or intensely negative experiences or emotions in an inappropriate setting or with people who are unprepared for this interaction. <laughs> so, I don't know why, but that seems like something you would do. But I am very, like, aware. I don't like to just talk about certain things with just anybody. And there are times where, like, I have a few close friends of mine. I'm like... Do you have the, and I will literally phrase it this way, do you have the mental headspace right now to deal with blank, with my trauma Has dumping? anyone said no? Um, either they wait a little bit, like they don't answer, which I take as like, okay, they maybe need a little Is bit of time. Is this in person or over like texting or texting. something? Texting. Oh, okay. I mean, okay. I mean, I don't, I, I think, I guess I would say too in person, but I, when I do hang out with people, I usually try not to, like, I don't want to be trauma dumping because I'm hanging out with people, or at least as of recently. I would think... Oh, that's interesting because I'm kind of the opposite. I would rather like tell someone my trauma or something in person and mm-hmm. not over text because you're with them face to face and you don't right. have to wait for a response and there's not like paragraphs and paragraphs to read. Well, half the time when I do trauma dump or like the last one, for example, if you count it, it was not even a trauma dump. It's like, can I just vent to you? I just want to bitch about it. and I just want to let it out into the air and tell somebody and then I'm good. Like, I, I don't need any solutions. I don't. Like, so you don't more, really need them to respond. You know, and then just like, I need just acknowledgement. Like, <laughs> like uh, I'm sorry, that's got what you're going through. Because like, I was going to say, like, in person, it'd be really uh, awkward for me to say no. Like, obviously, you're going through a hard time or there's something you want to get off your chest. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be like, no, but texting, you could take hours to respond. Sorry, exactly. I was busy. Like, you know. And that's totally fine. 
Okay. At least for me. I that's not everyone. That's just how But I has anyone been. said no? Texted you back and said no? Immediately? <laughs> well, I don't really do it that often, so So they no. probably wait until yeah. they're ready for a few paragraphs. Of- mm-hmm. And I've done that too back like for them. It's like, hey, and you know, and like I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'm not ready right now and like right the second, but maybe in thirty minutes. So I hit hit them back in thirty minutes. Interesting. Um and the last one, woke. Oh yeah, of I course. Think we all know what woke we means. We all know. Everyone thinks they're so woke nowadays. <laughs> oh my lanta. It's just like there's I feel like it didn't start off to be a bad thing, and now it sounds like a bad thing. It says, of or relating to a liberal pro- liter- liberal, progressive orthodoxy, especially promoting inclusive policies or ideologies that welcome or embrace ethnic, racial, or sexual minorities. I think if you're woke, just be woke. Like, keep it to yourself. Just, you don't have to, you know. Well, the way it started, though, it was, like, uh, people started saying like, oh, you're so woke. Like, hey, you know what? Maybe we should, you know, Black Lives Matter and, right. you know, include, uh, you know, LGBTQ plus. Let's make sure everything's fair and cool. And so it became uh, like a uh, term kind of like snowflake. It's like, oh, you're just woke. It's like you're just trying to do this. Like, oh, OK. Snowflake is also another one, which I don't like, love. <laughs> I'm like, uh, OK, buddy. I'm like, all right, I guess, sure. I'm delicate. Thank you. <laughs> I'm delicate like a snowplow. Whoa. I just okay. really want to say plow. <laughs> you uh, plow you know. the snowflakes then, which hey. is me. No. Yeah. I'm curious to see um, if anyone knows these. I get why pe- like old people now, like they just don't keep up because a lot of these I hadn't heard mm-hmm. of. And then when I did hear of them, I'm like, I'm never going to remember that or use it. Apparently, yeet is also being added. Oh, no. Don't give Kanye West more power. Oh, like, was that power. Kanye? Oh, gross. Yeah. I didn't realize that was his. I don't really remember what it means. I just, it, yeet means to be like to throw. To throw? Like throwing something. Like, oh, I just yeeted that thing off the cliff. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know why I thought it had a... Or are you just thinking it's Kanye because of the like, Yeezys? I don't know, actually. Yeah, like, I don't know where it started. I just know, like, you know, hey, you just yeeted that thing off out the car. And I just think it's so funny <laughs> sounding. It is. It's so stupid. It I love it. It sounds like... A, a naughtier word right so i don't know why my mind just immediately goes to something I th- wild i think it just thinks I, I i love watching videos of people like jumping out of stuff or jumping over things like you and just yelling it as they're doing it i think it's so stupid and funny hey well that's one you can like actually use them yeah sus we know so like suss it out no oh, you don't know no. sus like oh that's sus no it's like you're you acting really sus it means suspicious. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, like sus. Yeah, like you know, like if you're trying suspicious, to f- you have to suss it out, suss something out. I guess, but yeah, typically means like this person's acting sus, suspicious. <laughs> like he's I not. Feel like he's like he put a lock on his phone. That's sus. Oh no, maybe. Oh no. Am I mean, I, we and we abbre- I abbreviate a lot of mm-hmm. words, so maybe I maybe I will like this once I put it into my lingo. And then cringe, obviously. Yeah. I feel like they I don't just, use that though. I, I use cringy, but like now, like cringe just kind of is an easy one to get to just because it's cringe is, yeah. You're cringy. Ha, have you heard of um, be, like being snatched? Yeah. Okay. You know what that means? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being yeah. like, oh, you look really good. You, typically really good, but usually referring to like sucked in. <laughs> you're like snatched. Like it's like, I, oh my God, you look so snatched in that dress. Like you're wearing a really tight dress, maybe with like, like a a corset spanks or, or corsets. Like your waist is snatched. Like, 
Yeah, I use it and I use it a lot. And my friends and I use it and my fiance cannot stand it. He had never heard of it ever. And he was like, that's so stupid. Like, and I'm like, no, I love it. See, I don't use it as a term of like necessarily like you look good. Like I use it as you look good. And because it like it, when oh, I think of so snatch, I, all, yeah. I usually refer like, oh, my God, you look so like everything's snatched like your face. I'm like, oh, my face looks snatched because like I'm sucking it in. You can't see my three chins, Not that kind chin, of a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Hit it. Pat it out. Just. Yep. Oh, God, it feels and looks so stupid. <laughs> I heard it works, though. We got to do a lot of it every day. Um, what was the other one? Fit. I know I hear that a lot. Drip. Oh. We do drip. Yep. I don't say it, though. I hear fit more than I hear drip, though. I know. I like drip. I think drip sounds like younger and really sexier. I never use it, though. I don't think I'm cool enough to use it, to be honest. I feel like somebody it just sounds like you just spilt coffee on yourself. Like, that's my brain immediately goes there. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I guess, yeah. If you guys have heard a new term. Or any of these. I'm impressed. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm looking and see if there's anything. Uh, uh, like, there's a few other words in here. There's, like, WOC, which is woman of color. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, native and language. And POC, yeah. right? People of color. Yes. Native language, heritage language. So native language is a language that a person acquires fully through extensive exposure in childhood. It's like my native language is Polish, but I also speak English fluently. Oh, or wow. There's heritage language, a language used at home and spoken natively by the adults in the family, but often not fully acquired by subs- subsequent generations whose schooling and others are in a different language. So my cousins don't speak Spanish. Some of my cousins don't speak Spanish. Yeah. Uh, even though they lived with parents who spoke Spanish or like one parent did and the other one was white. Um, but you speak to them in Spanish, they'll understand you. That's such a bummer they don't know it. Mm-hmm. I'd be like low-key really jealous of you that you didn't know how to speak. I'd be like, parents, why didn't you teach me how to do it? Right. Come on. Like, uh, like, and they know like the some words, but it's fun because like they'll answer you back if you speak to them in Spanish they'll answer you back full sentences in English knowing exactly what you said that's crazy they just can't like they just don't know how to speak it back or like yeah. spe- you know they can't if they can understand it then oh, sucks to be them your dad's favorite word folks is now in the ge- in the dictionary is that like folks but with an a- X so whenever you see anything with an X at the end of it so le- like Latinx for example Okay. Have you heard of that? No. So Latin, so in Spanish language, there, you know, when we refer to certain words as feminine and um, masculine, masculine. So if I say um, "estás bonita," you are pretty, but that's in the feminine. Thank you. But if I was saying it to Danny, it's like it is bonito. Mm-hmm. Um, then that would be in the uh, the, the masculine because he is mas- He's a man. Uh, and so they usually just say Latino for all people who are of Latin origin. But they now use Latinx, so that just means everybody, both men, women, and anybody else who identifies as differently. So I was just going to ask, what do you say like to, you know, like someone you're unsure of if they're a female or male, to call them pretty? Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not sure. I've never encountered that, so I'm not sure. Yeah, I was just like, if ask. it's like feminine, uh, masculine, yeah. oh, but you then have what pe- if? Yeah, people who are non-binary. Exactly. So I guess it just depends. Like you can always ask them what they prefer. Oh man, that's trippy. I, yeah. I never even thought of that. But a lot of people are now adding X. So instead of saying Latina or Latino, it's just Latinx, referring to everybody, men, women, and non-binary, etc. So I've heard people saying folks, which was a little 
odd because folks in my head was everybody gender inclusive. So I guess this is just one step more, just F O L X, I guess, just to be extra. Oh. Uh, I'm not what? sure. I, th- yeah, I oh, thought, hey, folks. I thought, oh, that was- you know what? It's They say, at least the way they put it, a variate, variant spelling. So you could do both. Oh, you could do both. Okay. Spell with an X, not only as shorthanded for, you know, it's, but also the par- parallel with other gender inclusive spellings. Just Got to be it. inclusive, like if you want, but it's a variant spelling. You could use either. Oh, okay. Oh, I wish folks was the same as guys. I wish guys didn't yeah. have, it wasn't not, quote unquote male because I say, hey guys all the time, but it's, it could be to a group of girls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and there's some people who don't mind. They kind of see it. Though. who do. Yeah. And it's just as long as you're being cool with people, I think that's all that matters. And I found some more information about TIFO. Oh yeah. The, the stadium. Mm-hmm. It says chiefly soccer, a coordinated display, including large banners, flags, and sometimes signs or cards ex- executed cooperatively or performed in unison by the most feverant supporters and ultra fans in the stadium. The term comes from Italian in which it literally means typhus fever, leading it to the figuratively sense of fevered and passion support. Oh. oh That's okay. Now I'm tracking. That makes more sense now. <laughs> but still, it's a long way to like know what the abbreviation <laughs> is. Okay. They finally are adding this word. I love this word so much. They're adding it to the dictionary. What? <laughs> oh, no. I'm scared. I hope I could say it. Grundle. What the hell's that? Slang. And it's vulgar. It's um, the taint. Uh, really? Mm-hmm. Why do they call it that? Mm. Interesting. <laughs> My mind is going all over the place or now. Perineum is another word for is the actual like word for perineum. A grundle. Grundle. <laughs> it's like, I. It's that's like so showed. <laughs> yeah, like I don't even know why we need another slang term for this. But why not? Uh, see, I always. Side note: I always uh, heard that chode was meant for. Um, that for being the taints, but some people call uh, refer to it as having like coke can junk, like short and stubby. Short and stubby, yeah, yeah. that's what that is. Yeah, see, Not- I grew up thinking like we we would call it the uh, what grundle. Yeah, no, I never knew that mm-hmm. to be that area. If I knew you, it to be short and stubby. If baby. you if you go to Urban Dictionary, you'll get both definitions, and then like the third or fourth one says, uh, "Was it chode?" Is you know. A reason for people to come to Urban Dictionary to fight over the definition of it or something. That's so crazy. I yeah. never knew there was two definitions. Yeah, I'd never heard of the whole Coke can situation. That should be a poll. What do you think it is? And actually, I think we did that once, or my old roommates and I, we had this argument. Well, yeah, because, I mean, yeah, I, I never it, heard of a different... I guess it depends on what middle out. school and high school you went to. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> that's what we all called it. So I, I don't know which funny. is, like, worse. I mean, better or worse. Yeah. I kind of like the uh, the grundle. <laughs> really, I like yeah. the short and stubby. Yeah, because yeah. I feel like it's the perfect name for that. Okay, well, let us know what you guys think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I said earlier, we do have a big announcement next uh, episode. Make and, sure to stay tuned, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye.